Silver Linings Numb as the inside of an urn, she listens while her teacher speaks. She pushes his words away the same way she twists the silver ring around her finger, away and away and away. Her throat aches with unwritten words, devouring women, sympathetic ghouls, and towering flowers crowd her nightmares. But she doesn't know how to crack their code. What her body knows, she doesn't know how to fit into the shapes of words. His head floats high above his green glass lampshade. As he talks, he idly sifts and stirs her words, wrinkled, curled things she had managed to squeeze out. He flattens them on his leather desk pad and locks his fingers together to hold them down. He says, some of your poems are okay, but your stories? Ugh. And what's with this poem? He holds it up between thumb and forefinger. Together, in silence, they watch it squirm and lash like a worm pulled from soil. The poem was about an old woman she had visited all semester in a nursing home as part of a class on gerontology. The old woman tied a clock the size of a plate around her neck with cotton twine. Arthritis splayed her joints so she couldn't talk or knit. She was partially blind so she couldn't read. Her hearing was bad so she couldn't listen to recorded books and her 60-year-old son, her only son, died of cancer. Why am I still alive, she cried tearfully each time she visited. The girl didn't know what to say, so she wrote a poem wishing what no one dared to wish for this old woman. What are you, some kind of a Nazi? asks her teacher. She can't see his eyes, the walls of his office, her words. All she sees is the plain silver ring she twists around and around her finger. Her throat feels hot and sore. He tells her she should leave writing to someone else. Pushing the ring around her finger cools her vocal cords, abraded by unspoken anguish. Her throat becomes a silver tube. He sweeps his flattened hand through her throat and seals it shut. With both hands, he grasps her throat and gingerly extracts a segment to form a perfect silver cup, the exact diameter of her unspoken words. He fills the cup with cool water and drinks sighing contentedly. She grips the ring so hard she scratches herself. It flips into the air, flashing as it spins and clatters to the floor, where it tilts into a crack between the wall and the floor. She dives after it and somehow twists her body through the crack to follow. On the other side, she lies in a wild wood. It is night. A boisterous creature prances faster than the speed of reason beyond a lace framework of trees, beckoning her to follow. She is still chasing the creature today. Sometimes she zigzags through the woods until all thought expires. Other times she becomes the creature, mute and distant as the stars and just as eternal. She has met others in the woods, and after a chase, they sit in the pewter dust at the edge spinning rings to see what light they cast, reveling in the best part of humanity. Once in a rare while, she stumbles into a clearing where her own words frost the ground like moonlight through leaves.
Here, she discovers the words were never hers to begin with, but inexact gifts from the mystery that temporarily soothed her throat when they showered the ground.